Hello out to all you wonderful people. This is Andre the Game Idea Guy. Thank you once again for lending me your time and your ear listening into another Gamer's Thoughts discussion. And this time I'm going to be retreading going back into the talk about graphics and performance and why that doesn't inherently make a game better. Now, people will think, Andre, you're on drugs. No, I'm not. And even if I was, though I'm not, but if I was, that wouldn't negate the point that I'm going to make. And this is something I think that people, reasonable people, if you hit them from the perspective I'm coming from, will be like, okay, I get what you mean. Unreasonable people are just going to lose their shit anyway. So why am I going to worry about unreasonable people? But... Getting back to the topic at hand. Many people would say that they would not play a game right now, would not play a game that is below 30 frames per second. But many of these same people would also watch Nintendo 64 Ocarina of Time speedruns. Which is a game that is confirmed to be running below I think even 24 frames per second. I've I've said it before, but I believe its frame rate was 18 frames per second. But Nintendo did really good with the uh, the controls and how the lag, the input lag, was affected. They did really good work with the input lag and the controls. Because people will say, "Well, looking at anything below 60 frames per second hurts my eyes." I'm like, how? Because if you watch TV shows, that's automatically a lie. (laughs) It makes me sick. Again, if you watch TV, that's automatically a lie. Or maybe people just are so focused on buzzwords that they don't understand what these words mean. Which I think has been demonstrated often enough. But to get back away from my sidebar there. Having a game look better and run better on a particular platform does not make it better than another version of itself. Now, it can improve your opinion of it, but if it's a good game, it's a good game. If it's an interesting game, it's an interesting game. And then there are some genres where, you know, the frame rate and resolution really aren't the most important things to think about. Take, for instance, JRPGs. Turn-based games. Strategy games. You don't necessarily have to have the most graphically impressive, fastest FPS game in order to enjoy those because they're more about the narrative, the story, and the environment. So for those, a higher frame rate, better performance, even if it's on a different platform, isn't going to make that game better than a counterpart that may have a lower resolution and run at a lower frame rate. Now, again, it'll look a little bit better, it'll look a little bit prettier, it'll look a little bit crisper, but that doesn't make it just better. 
What that does, however, is just make it that this version is improved upon in a technical sense. But the overall package doesn't always mean that, hey, this version of this game is the best version of it ever. <clears throat> and that's mostly because you have to take into account other factors, like whether there are particular platform features that are available one place that aren't in another, and also whether or not you can play those games on the go, i.e. Nintendo Switch or Steam Deck. So, <clears throat> better performance does not always mean better game. Better visual quality doesn't always mean better game. These are technical improvements, but let's just take it this take it and put it in this perspective. Sonic 2006, while it is loved by many people as well as hated, the game <clears throat> it was pretty. It was a very pretty game for its time frame. But it was also crap. The controls were busted. The physics were busted. The game had so many different issues. But it was a, for its time frame, it was a beautiful game. And to be honest, it ran well. At least on the 360. I don't know about the PS3. <laughs> but it at least ran well. But there were so many glitches and issues with that game that it couldn't be considered a good game because of those factors. And just noticing how people's standards have changed by what I just said Sonic 06 would be considered a great game by today's standards. Which is a horrible idea to think about. So when people are perpetuating the idea that, oh, this game has to look like this or it has to run like this for it to be something good and worth playing, that's an issue on them. And I think that their mind is not in the right place. Now maybe, maybe you could go ahead and say, well, they're only making this argument because these are the areas where this, is, this particular product is lacking. You could say that. But I've realized oftentimes many of the people that say the things that they say don't actually play those games. Like, they have no involvement with the game, whether it be that particular game or the game as a series. It's just like they have had no involvement with it whatsoever. And then they'll say something like, oh, well, I'm not going to get it because it's running at this frame rate and it's unplayable automatically because, you know, a gaming publication said some stupid shit back in the day. Now, again, I can't sway people's opinions and that's not the purpose of this. But the point is to say... There are always more factors that contribute to whether something is a good overall product than just how pretty it is and how quickly it moves. And I think that people put too much focus on those things and not enough focus on the things that make a game 
a masterpiece. Like, you know, the characters and their development, the story, the world building, the world that they are in, the lore behind it, the sound design, the visual effects that, you know, actually contribute to pulling you into the game. Not just, like, you know, flashy lights and shit. But, like, effects that you just would not expect to happen. Sort of like what Splatoon does with the ink. It's not something that you would have expected to be able to be done. But it was doable. And it made that game amazing. And Splatoon was not, like, some high-performance game. Even though it did run at 60 frames per second. And it, you know, required a lot of attention. But it's not some high-performance game, but it's a great game nonetheless. There are too many different factors to consider to weigh yourself down on the graphics and the frame rate of a game. Now, I will always say, however, a higher frame rate is preferred for most games. Like, if it's an action-oriented game, yes, you definitely want a higher frame rate. It just works better and looks smoother. But, depending on how well a developer does their job, you could have a game that's an action game running at 30 frames per second and it still be a good game. You could have a fighting game running at 30 frames per second and it could still be a good game. Hell, you could. There's, there's, it just depends on how well the developer does their job, and I think that that gets overlooked quite a bit. So when you hear developers come out and say something like, "Oh well, Nintendo doesn't need a Switch Pro. What they have is already adequate because we've been working with it," meaning to me that they see that, "Yo, hey." Maybe it might not compete visually with the other versions of the game. Maybe it'll run a little bit slower. But all of the content is there. All the things that make this game great are still there. And I think that that's something that people didn't take away from that type of stuff when it came out. They took away, oh well, they're just saying that because they develop on their platform. They develop across multiple platforms. What they're saying is, hey, it's still a good game if you want to get it. It's still a very good and playable game if you want to get it. Don't just overlook it because it's not as shiny as the other versions of the game. Because if this game, this version of this game suits your needs, why does it matter? And to be honest, if you look comparatively at some games on the Switch, they just outsell their much prettier counterparts. And that's not a knock against the prettier versions of the games, because there are people still getting them. But it does just say that, hey, not everything has to be dipped in gold. For it to be good. Take the time to appreciate what's good about what you have. 
or take the time to understand what makes what you have good. Instead of focusing on the superficial things, how about look at the deeper part of it? I'm I'm thinking that that's a lot of many arguments when it comes down to gaming. That's what a lot of them boil down to. Like the the recent statement with, uh, I don't remember which publication it was. I want to say it was IGN. And the guy posted talking about Alloy from freaking <clears throat> Horizon. We don't have to have a character be sex, a female character be sexy at all. Like, no, they've never had to be. It's never been something that they had to be. But there are sexy female characters that are well written and well done in their games. And that happened before Alloy was a thing. Aloy, Alloy, whatever her name is. That happened before she was a thing. And honestly, they made her less pretty in the second game than she was in the first game. That doesn't change anything. That just makes her a less pretty version of herself. Now maybe that's what they were going for in the first place, but the original game, that's not what she looked like. And again... this may sound horrible to say but a character being sexualized isn't always a bad thing if it's part of their inherent personality now if it's just being done for the sake of being done yeah I can see where it it can be irritating and where it could take away from the experience of the game because it literally has nothing to do with the rest of the game But you dare tell me that Bayonetta's inherent sexiness has nothing to do with her game. And I would tell you that you're stupid. (laughs) Like, that's the case. And yes, I do know that this is a tangent again, but it's still all wrapped up in the same general scope of things. There are more factors than just how pretty something is. Or how quickly it runs. Or what hardware it's on. That determines whether or not it's good. That's the overreaching point here. Even with my little side tangents. If anything. I think that. When a game performs worse. And you still like it. That means it's done its job. It has done its job in fulfilling you in the experience that you were looking for from it. And if the only reason you enjoy a game is because it's prettier than, or, or it's pretty and it runs fast, then you're not really liking the game for what it is, just what it looks like. And trust me, I've seen more than enough people talk about how much they love a game. And the first thing that they go to is look at the graphics. Look at the frame rate. Not, oh, did you see that this did you see that crazy stuff that happened? Like, man, this event that just went down, man, that was real big and that that was awesome. 
Did you get involved in that? There's not that many people talking about that that way anymore. In the overall scope. I mean, there are millions of people on this planet, so obviously that means that there are a lot. But by percentages, that number has dwindled. I guess I want more for people to appreciate a video game for what it is rather than just how it looks. You know the whole judging a book by its cover thing? That. Because again, Sonic 06 was judged just from his visual, visuals. Visuals. <laughs> if Sonic 06 was judged just from his visuals, it would be considered a great game. But if Shovel Knight was, con was considered just by his visuals, it would be considered horrible. And that also would apply to almost every Pokemon game as well. If you went just by the visuals, the game would be considered horrible. And it would get worse as time went on by generation. <sighs> but I think I've uh, run my mouth and had my tangents enough. Uh, I, I've ran in these circles enough. So, anybody can give their opinions and their thoughts below on YouTube or if you're listening on Anchor, record a message. I may actually respond to it. But outside of that, thank you guys very much for listening in. Keep your eyes and ears off for more stuff from me. And until the next time, enjoy your games. Peace out, everybody.